I can't wait to get it. Bill Gates, take the wheel. Like, honestly, like, I, you know, he, he has this whole thing where people are upset and they don't want Bill Gates to be running their life. But I'm, I'm like, you're, like, like you're doing some amazing job. But well, also he, recently divorced Bill Gates too. Like he's not dude, doing the I'm best. Right? I'm ready he's for probably the, I'm, making some bad decisions. I'm ready for the billionaire party, man. Take over Bill Gates, man. Who better than to get rid of my student loans than Bill Gates? I'm Sarah. This is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we hate the everyday regular things we love to hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. The hatred is keeping our family together. Uh, it's bonus episode time, baby. You know what that means? We are joined by Click Click Dylan Williams and, of course, Businesswoman of the Year, Bill <laughs> Van Jean. Bill Van Jean. Bill. Are you sure, like are you sure you're award, pronouncing you that correctly? Bill Van Gein. Bill Van Gein. Businesswoman of the Year, Robert Bill Van Gein. Bobby Van Gein. Get the hell over old, here. Old Bobby VG. Uh, <laughs> Bobby VG. Uh, it sounds Dylan, so whack. I, yeah, did you say it sounds wet? Yeah. Bobby wow. VG. It sounds like that guy's like constantly wet. <laughs> <laughs> you say that guy is constantly wet? Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess I'm talking about myself. Businesswoman of the year. Yeah, businesswoman business of the year. Oh, sorry, yeah, Okay, so yeah. sorry, Dylan. I didn't mean to, <laughs> Dylan. I, I kind of glossed over you, but it is because Jill is the businesswoman of the year. So can you please tell us what it's like? I, I have, I, you know, I, I might have won awards. You don't know. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, congrats. Tell us everything. Thanks. Uh. I'm a I'm a cover I'm a cover woman. Yeah, of what for magazine? BC Business. BC Business. A Fatso magazine. Entrepreneurial uh, leader. Yeah. Okay. Robe, honored um, and yes, one yeah. You're doing yeah. a great job. You're doing Thank a very you. good job. People love your peanut butter. It's really good. They do. They yeah, do love my peanut butter. When are you going to sponsor our podcast? <laughs> That's a great question. Probably half past never. <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 hey, dot, that, dot. Hey, Dan, yeah. that's, why, that's why she's business person of the year. <laughs> <laughs> because she's it's had to make decisions, tough decisions she like tough that. decisions. It's, it's, it's the tough really decisions. Like, no, you should not. I want you to continue to be successful. Uh, <laughs> Don't taint uh, yourself with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they get what they get. <laughs> yeah, they get what they get. I was talking about a homeless shelter earlier. That that They'll eat what they get. Like, what a piece. They'll eat it. I said it's that. perfectly uh, good peanut butter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just it separates a bit. It's fine. Okay. Jill, I actually... <laughs> I can't think of there's something that, that I forgot to mention last time we were doing this and okay. I've been burning in my mind and I don't oh. think there's any better segue than this. Um, please tell me as a big fan, please tell me what was it like to be on Dragon's Den? I can't believe oh. I haven't. What was oh. it like? Have we ever Seriously. talked about this on here? Jill was on Dragon's Den. All our listeners, all our listeners in America, Dragon's Den is Shark Tank, but can't. It's Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But with, with the pizza guy. Yeah, I have Sarah, lots Sarah, of questions Sarah about Jim Living. Sarah chimes in with the Boston Pizza Guy. I've also seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> I got some coupons in the mail. I mean, if, if you're wanting to make Boston Pizza or from Dragons Den, <laughs> like, from Boston Pizza. From like, him, got, like personally, did he write? Yeah, they sent me something in the mail. It was like twenty dollars to Boston Pizza, and I was like, was that? Where is my two hundred thousand? You fucking bitch!" Wait, are you <laughs> saying that his net contribution was the coupons? That's right. Hold on, did oh, he sign on what? to give you a deal, and then you only got coupons? Can you imagine? No, <laughs> yeah, I am imagining it. I think you just get it. I think you just get it. I think it's just like it. Just I don't know. It comes with a deal. You're just if you're on the show, you just get coupons to Boston. You get coupons from him. Store, That's yeah. such a slap in the face if you didn't get a deal. <laughs> it's not even good. No, it's um, the worst. It's the worst trash on earth. It's no, my, it's in my top. It's in my top five places that I worst places to relapse. Boston Pizza is in the top five. The, oh god, that would be so out of that. Can you imagine three and a half years of sobriety down the drain for one of those Budweiser Budweiser beers where that goes red when the Canucks score? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I own uh, one of those in my house. There's no way you only have one. There's no way you only have one of those. I have two. Yeah, I don't want to brag. You don't want to brag. I don't want to seem rich, but uh, I have not one, but <laughs> two have, glasses guys, that have lights attached that glow in the Canucks. Two light-up glasses. That, and it's not just when the Canucks Listen. score. You can sync it to your favorite team, and when any team scores, it goes mm. off. Really? Listen, yeah, you, we're going to lose the everyman. We're going to lose the relatability of the everyman on the show. People are going to think that we're Because of my wealth. Well, we, have ads now. we have ads now and so people are going to be like wow they have ads and they have budweiser gold cups holy okay didn't realize we were talking to i, the I think family. a lot of people like sports yeah, yeah but yeah but they can't and afford, beer and sirens my son loves you want siren. me to make them feel better yeah. um, my just, just, <laughs> just like my his, son loves the siren <laughs> just like his uh just like just like his mom and his <laughs> aunt <laughs> yeah. hey but, so but Jill, you you seriously you you I, you know, I cannot overstate this enough. As someone who has watched a lot of Dragon's Den tape, you walked in there and absolutely, like, just murdered it. Mic drop, and they were just like, they were like, take our money. I've never seen anything like it. It was this is after I knew, after I'd already met you, but it was just That's yeah, so funny. It was wild. I, I, I love the episode. I'm like, thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that because uh, it was so funny when I prepped for it. I was like, I guess, like, I watched it here and there, but I was like, I guess I should, like, watch, like, some of these episodes before I go on. And I watched it, and I, fuck, man, there was this guy. He was, like, the top-selling BMW seller in Canada. And he was, like, he looked like Johnny Bravo. He was, like, blonde, stiff hair, like, and he had a partner. It was like some sort of like fucking, I don't know. I sell cars online. I don't know what it was. But anyways, extremely handsome. We walked out and um, the first tip off that something was wrong was he had a really nice suit on, but his shirt was not tucked in. Like it was super weird. And he came out and he started the pitch. And then halfway through a sentence. He just folded his hands in front of him and like looked at the floor and stopped talking. No. And I almost passed out from like anxiety because I was oh, like, yeah. shit, if this is going to happen to this guy, this is going to happen to me. So I didn't watch any more Dragon's Den, but I fucking, I prepped so hard. Yeah. Like I was in this Airbnb and like I had that shit down 
to a T. And honestly, they, they make you like go up these huge stairs. This is also at like, it was 6.30 in the morning, Toronto time. So it was 3.30 in the morning, my time. And it was like the next day I landed. So it was like in the middle of the night, I was like pitching. And like I go up these stairs and it opened this door. And then you have to go all the way down these stairs. So it's like a into set. the and den. The you have to go down into the den. I'm go down yeah. into the den. Right. And I remember standing at the top and being like, you don't have to do this. You can just walk away. Like you can walk away and there's no risk of like failing. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fuck. I've never done that before. So I went, I was about to throw up. And as soon as I walked on, it's the weirdest. It's like, this is a set. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got this. These are just people. And like, yeah, I, was, I didn't have any nerves and it went really well. And then I uh, turned down the deal eventually. So I, I didn't take any of their money. You turned it down yeah. in the end. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Which, uh, did you did you dislike them or was that not the deal? No, you they were all so nice to me. <laughs> even, that, like, even, the, even the shitty one, that loser guy who like... Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, Kevin O'Leary, he wasn't on the show. Sorry, oh, you're talking way back. We're in a deeper season. Here. I don't know. Sorry, this, is, this is Dragon's Den fans only. Right? The only Dragon's Den I've ever watched is The Hobbit. It was a good joke. It was good. It was a good. It was. It, was, it wasn't hey, a good joke. I appreciate the way, you saying that, but it's not. By the way, Joe, what you were just saying about like you don't have to do this, you can just walk away. I literally that's me before every set I've yeah, ever done. It's true. In yeah. my entire life. And then I, I know that feeling. And then I lean over to Dylan, no matter what stand-up set he's about to do, and I say, "Everything's riding on this, no matter what." <laughs> I've I've been doing it to him for for like for like two. How long have you been doing stand-up for now? Two years. Yeah, like two years or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, but now he does it to the new people, and I'm, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I watch it, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so fun. Hell yeah! Because yeah, the thing is, is that Dan... nothing, nothing is riding on any of it. It's not. <laughs> See, I do it to the new people, but then when Dan walks away, I'm like, you got this, man. Like everything's. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's riding so on this. You're doing great. Right? Like, You're doing so you good. You're doing so good. Everything. This, so you know what? Good. You got it. This this show here, this open mic you're about to do in this pierogi bar is going to lift you up. This is it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry. Can I just like kick off my 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 first hate? Oh, you want to start? Yeah. Doing, fire, fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing, doing comedy. Doing. I can't believe how well that synced up. Doing comedy in somewhere like a pierogi bar, and when you're trying to promote it and trying to trying to get people to come, and you're just trying to be vague, and you're like, it's at salt. <laughs> And they're like, what's that? Or like, oh, oh it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's like a bar, a restaurant. It's downtown. And like, they're like, what, a, what, are, what kind of place? It's a pierogi bar. For those of you uh, who aren't familiar with what we're talking about, which is probably most of you, uh, there, there was, back when we were allowed to be around people, there was a, a, an open mic in Victoria, BC, that Dylan and I used to frequent called uh, the Salt Mind Mine. And it was S-U-L-T because it's at a pierogi bar called Salt Pierogies, which is delicious. Great spot. Go eat there. It's very good. Support them. They're awesome. And they were great for letting us do open mics there. But it is not the most ideal place to try to like – first of all, asking people to come out to your show for an open mic, that's on you. Like if you're asking people to come to an open mic, why? Like what are you thinking? Why are you – people don't – People, people don't, the, the baseball teams don't ask their fans to come out and watch them practice. Like, what? Yeah, well, maybe it must, must be nice up in your ivory tower. It is. But, yeah, but, but guess what? When you're starting out, that's the only thing that you can do. You've got to get people. No. That's the only that's way to value. 
No, it's dumb. You don't need to like, you're waste. You're actually waste. And you know this, you're wasting your asks. You don't have an infinite amount of asks for people to come out to your shows. So if you ask them to come out to your open mics, new comics, listen to me, if you're good and you're getting good, don't ask people to come to your open mics because later you're going to get booked at shows and you're going to have to ask people to come out and you're going to want them to come because they will stop coming to your shows at some point, even if you're really, really good. They will stop. What if the pierogies are really good? Well, that is actually how, that's kind of how you sell the pierogies. This is another counterpoint to what Dylan's saying. Also, is 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 that's how you sell it? You say, "Yo, man, come down and eat pierogies. We're doing comedy in a pierogi bar." Like you lean into it, like get fired up. You know what I mean? I I gotta debate that because honestly, there is no fucking way to make pierogies sound cool. And I know salt tried to do it with the umlaut. But there is, and it's supposed to be like, I'm not like a regular pierogi bar. I'm a fucking cool pierogi bar. Yes. There is yes. no way to sell that because when I think of pierogies, I think Chimo. of like Chimo a bear. dumpling of a woman that her apron is <laughs> up underneath her tits and she's got like this sort of like <laughs> Polish like floral blouse on. Is this bad and or like good? And like she's in, in the back scene. and she's just slapping together pierogies and like that's all I can think of. What's I'm wrong not with thinking that? like, Cool pierogies, pictures of beer. Uh, cool no, there's comics. nothing like. There's nothing wrong with it, but I. It's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> it's, I, got I got I got pierogies in I got pierogies in Poland one time in my travels to Europe. And I'm sure they were made by a dumpling of a woman with an apron up to her tits. I'm telling you. It was like it was like uh, five miles from Auschwitz. So people who live there. Oh my god. Everyone around there was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like not. You had to, I had to think about it, being like anybody who lives around here. That's kind of weird. I think like move away. Kind of like living around Chernobyl. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, like not. Yeah. Not you know what I mean. I had that thought when I was there. I was like, this is kind of because that's where I was going, and it was like kind of weird to stop. Like the people around there. I'm like, none of you are to stop and eat pierogies on your way to Auschwitz. <laughs> I still wanted some food. I was hungry. You have to eat. It's a big you camp. To. Like, yeah, yeah. You're fucking monster. It's, I don't know. Well, I think it's not weird if you need to eat food and you're on, you know you're going to be walking around all day the camps are huge so you're, you're going to want to okay eat this, we need okay, to like yeah. we need to cut away gracefully from this conversation i'm just trying to upset i'm like just saying just enough to like kind of make sarah be on edge but then not my palms are sweating right now yeah, i'm not going to say anything offensive i'm not going to be like I I, i'm not going to be like i had a gas in poland or something you know what I, I, mean? I don't know but you do look like richard spencer today like i got to say that haircut the haircut, yeah, I do have a Richard Spencer haircut. I'm not. Everything's fine. I'm good. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> everything's fine. I'm good. <laughs> I have and to Marcel's gonna be Marcel's gonna be working overtime. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut. Some <laughs> of this. Do you think I should cut this? It's probably fine. <laughs> you mean your hair? You mean your hair? Or well, you... my hair is cut freshly. People can't see Dylan. Okay, all right. So the first thing you hate is doing comedy. Okay, I hate doing. We've talked about this though, but I hate doing comedy like at people, like any show. Any show that is at people. So uh, can I tell you guys a, a really quick story about the time I had to do comedy at Camosun College outside? Ooh. Okay, oh, I've heard this story. It's a gooder. Did I do it on here? Uh, I believe you've done it on here. Oh, okay. I'll Maybe at a live show. I don't remember. I won't do it. I'm not going to do You can it. do it. Do it. No, just do it. What if people have heard it? I have so much work to do to cut this now. But you Fuck. think people are hanging on that long for this podcast? Everybody's a new listener. Go ahead. That's not true. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what I did yesterday. I say you're good. 
Okay, so there was this. Okay, so we got hired to do a show at Camosun College, which is a, a small a community college in Victoria. And there's like a huge courtyard in the middle, and there's like stairs that go up to, up to the right. Uh, and then there's like, and and so they hired us to come and do comedy outside, which by the way is a nightmare. Doing comedy outside sucks. It's not fun. It's like the for some reason the laughter just it just dissipates in the air. It doesn't work anyway especially if you're doing it in a public place. So we get hired to do it um, in on this, on the landing of the stairs, like above the square kind of. And I think the idea was to do it at the people who were in the endless line to get their textbooks. Those oh, people, those people are not in a good mood. They don't want comedy to cheer them up. That's not what you want. But, the, but what's even worse than that is, and, and also it like wasn't really announced or anything. Like we were just there with a PA and suddenly we're just like people's on a mic telling jokes at them. Like it's a worst case scenario, but it gets worse. <laughs> so there's actually tents like in the square. So we couldn't even see the people in line. There were actually tents blocking them. <laughs> so we're just like on the landing and they told us we were not allowed to do crowd work. We were not allowed to engage with people who were walking by what? in case we like upset somebody. Like we didn't want to like trigger anybody. So we weren't allowed, we weren't allowed to do crowd work. So we're doing comedy for, I think there were like two people sitting on a bench, like looking at us, but they were looking at like just watching a train wreck. Like they were like, this is going to be awful. I can't wait. Like it was not good. It was awful. And then, so the first couple of people go and then we get a complaint from a professor that we're being too loud and then we have to quiet down. This is crazy. Like we're not even doing comedy for anyone. It's just like, we're just walking comic after comic, just walking out to their death. Like it was just fucking <laughs> terrible. So I was going last. And so I come out and I queued up, uh, I put the microphone up to my phone and I just stared at the two people on the bench and I played Eminem's Lose Yourself uh, <laughs> the, in its entirety, like the whole song. And I just stared at people as they walked past me playing uh, the song from 8 Mile. And then I just never said anything. I didn't say a single Amazing. thing. I just did that and then walked <laughs> up. And then, they, and then they mailed us checks for $36. <laughs> I say you, that's you the worst show I've ever done. If that's mm -hmm. if that's all you did, you I think yeah, I made out like a bandit. I got I, 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 if anything, I owe Eminem some royalties. I guess. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I don't like doing comedy in in any situation where you have to do comedy at people, which is kind of a problem at the pierogi bar because they would like it for it cost money for a while and then they made it free, so people would just be having dinner and then you just set up a PA and you're like, guess what? We're doing comedy now. Enjoy the rest of your meal. Like it's not. Yeah. Not but wouldn't you rather do that than because I've been to lots of places where you're just having a meal and then they set up karaoke. Oh fuck. No I don't know. That. What's what's worse? If you're sitting there having a meal if karaoke starts or if comedy starts? Always karaoke, karaoke. I think. Oh yeah, you know what's worse? No, you know what's worse I, than both? Open mic music is worse than both. That is a fucking what, is. what yes. is that worse than slam poetry? Yeah, slam poetry would be no, I don't know. That's too. Far. I feel like there's too much pressure with an open mic, though. I get like, I get like secondhand. I'm like, yeah, get secondhand like anxiety for people because yeah. I'm like, I'm so worried you're not going to be funny, and I want you to do so well, and I'm yeah. going to laugh at whatever you say, but like, it's really going to like take a lot of energy for me tonight. Yeah, Dylan, I'm sure you are super funny at the Proby place. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan is always funny. I've never seen Dylan bomb before. I can't. I can't imagine <laughs> him not. Yeah. 
Thank you. I, I mean, uh, I've seen him not do great, but I mean, there was that one time at the Mint that we won't talk about. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, that, it was not my worst set. But uh, no, I... Uh, the Dylan worst blacked out and ever... did a set and then didn't remember it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I woke up in the morning and message drew the guy that runs this show at the mint weekly and i was like did i go on and he (laughs) (laughs) i went on stage and just like was like cool as a cucumber and did all my jokes in slow motion and i also (laughs) paid to have it professionally recorded because i because it it was an unplanned he was nervous he was nervous yeah and uh Whew, yeah, it's some it's some tough footage to watch, but the crowd was like into it at first, and then I blew the light by like three minutes. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty intense. I uh, no, the worst show I've ever done though is Dan hired me when I was like still really new, um, still new but extra new, and I uh, <laughs> he hired me for the Narcotics Anonymous. Oh convention. yeah, 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 because I couldn't. <laughs> that, go, so I got him tough room, man. So, yeah. Well, no. it's not just that. It was like it was like the perfect storm. There was so much going on because there was the, the keynote speaker. Um, I guess was supposed to get off at like I think nine, and that's late to be going up anyway in a gymnasium. Um, <laughs> but, but I. Uh, we were me and Shane Priestley, who is another comic, um, Victoria comic. Um, we're waiting, and we had both of our girlfriends there too. And the keynote speaker just continued to talk, and you know, it was some powerful messaging. But he was like an hour overtime before they started. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked. That, started, sounds, we're that sounds about right. Yeah, I bet Jill. Yeah. I can guess who. Oh, sorry. I bet I can I guess can who it is. Definitely know who it was. <laughs> so I start sort of. I start putting the putting the screws to the the organizer and just sort of saying like, hey, like, like we gotta give this guy the hook. Like we, I need, I need. <laughs> we have to go up. Like the room is is people are filing out of the room. There's like hundreds of people in there at this point, and actually the energy is strong. They're eating this guy up, right? Like it's going really well. And I actually for a second I was like, hey, this is like a hundred bucks. This is like the most money I've ever made doing comedy. Like, yeah, this is yeah, be yeah. Great. They should have had the comedians go on first, but anyway, go on. Yeah. It, it was going to be a great transaction. And then, so it's like 1030 and like, he still is not off the stage and I'm just dying. And we're just getting these death stares from our girlfriends. But me and Shane both are like silently saying to each other, like, we can't leave now. We have Shane to get paid. Leave. There's no, we're, we're pot committed. We can't leave. And so I, so he gets off stage. Everyone files out. I swear. Like a hundred, like nine, like eighty percent of people are going out for cigarettes. <laughs> oh so, yeah, we smoke. We smoke like we smoke more than yeah. anyone. And so they all go out, and then I was like, you know, best case scenario, we wait for them to come back in. You know, we give them a five minute smoke break. But she just brings us on, and they never come back. They turn the <laughs> lights on as well. So I'm doing comedy. I'm about to walk up on stage, as Dan said, to my death, in front of fifteen people, sparsely scattered throughout this gymnasium oh i get up on stage and i choose to open with this hey <laughs> you guys ready to have fun tonight <laughs> not too much fun <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised that didn't get a laugh and that didn't I get a laugh that. that's really funny how did that it not get a laugh fucking crickets and then i oh. did i did a full 15 minute set to abject silence staring right oh into my, my fiance's God. eyes as her respect for me just <laughs> 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 dwindled 
horrible. Oh my god, dude! I didn't any, I didn't any show, and there were children there, and they were running around, and I was like, I've never. I went on stage, and I'm like, this is interesting. I've never done a show with kids around before, but uh, I guess these aren't your regular kids. These are NA kids, uh, and they yeah. that got a laugh, and then I was like, you know, like I mean, these aren't your dad's kids, and then I was like, well, not since you guys all got clean and got custody back. Oh man. <laughs> I would have uh, laughed at that. They did. It got a huge laugh. It was really good. I oh, crushed. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> I can't believe not too much fun didn't get a laugh. And, and I, I love that. That's really yeah. funny. Not too much it, fun, you rascals. <laughs> yeah. Not too much I mean, fun, you drug snorting I mean, rascals. <laughs> but the, the thing about it was though is that it, it actually it was the first time that I ever experienced. Um, you know, a bomb of that magnitude. And when that happens, and I've only you know that was the first time this happened. You almost see yourself in third person and it's important to almost just be like, Oh buddy, like you're about to have a bad, <laughs> a bad oh. and you, like you can just, I, I found it funny even in the moment. So there was some, there was some learning out of it. Oh least. yeah. You That's gotta have, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. Yeah. It's, well, it's gotta so happen. Yeah. Cool. It's terrifying though. I'm I'm scared of the bomb, and I think that's the thing. Like like I'm 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 so terrified of bombing every every time because once hey. it happens to you once, like you just you never you never want to be there again. It's the most vulnerable position. Ooh. Okay, so I used to teach. This is actually the reason why I did so well on Dragon Gen. And like, if I was like funny like a comedian, I would have no issue bombing because I taught first aid for three years. And you got to be in the classroom for eight hours with 20 people. And you have to teach the same fucking subject matter day in and day out. And you start trying shit. And I am not a comedian, but I'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to try a joke here. And I can tell you, like, you want to know what, like, I would bomb. And then I have to spend the rest of the fucking day with a room full of people that hated me i was taking up their saturday we were in like a shitty basement like mouth kissing dirty Whoa. dolls they were clean, yeah. they were clean but like it was like virtually because like, you guys know 15 minutes set like you have like very few opportunities to get your audience back i had eight hours and yeah. they hated me the entire time and yeah. i just got used to like being like you know what you have just spent like eight hours being like absolutely humiliated going on Dragon's Town. I was like, you know what? The worst thing that's going to happen is people might remember you, but they likely won't. Nobody fucking cares. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. And everybody wants you to do well. I will say that. At least for me, when I go see comedians and they're bombing, I just want them to do well. Like I, I, I'm like, I wish I was laughing, but it's not funny. I actually don't like. I, I almost shouldn't even say this, but I I really I love watching a bomb. There's nothing. Oh, I, I hate it. This. I hate I it so love much. It. I'm I it entertains me. It, it's it. well because oh, I love I love cringe comedy. Like one of my I favorite. I love I cringe. Like that's like the, that's like my like I'm always on like Reddit like our cringe just looking up the most oh, horrifying man. situations to just test yeah. my limits. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, and I've I've just been I've been on the receiving end of that. But I'm telling you, if you want it, if you ever want get a job as a first aid teacher, because man, it is like it is already like a pretty humiliating job. The last time I took first aid, the instructor had Tourette's. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, like hardcore. amazing. Whoa. And there was a lot of um, 
a lot of Tourette's going on in that room for the whole day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Would you say it was a would you say it was a torrential downpour? Oh my god. Um, You're all over the with the fucking dad joke. Are you crazy. pregnant? Am I pregnant? What? <laughs> Why would that the dad mean? jokes? Oh. That doesn't. That's yeah, great. Dumb. Thank you. Thank you for making me sense. explain that. Yeah, because you're garbage. Joke. I can see why the first aid students hated you. Yeah, not <laughs> Somebody just choked in the back of the room on purpose. No, no, I'm fine. Uh, uh, all right, who else hates something? We just wanted it for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Really? Um, I got. Yeah, what do no. you hate, Sarah? Jill's, go ahead. Pick a fucking lane. Jesus Christ, I hate this. Got it because mine actually has an expiry date. Because we're, we're always going to hate these people, but we're never going to hate them more when they're like this. Okay, okay go for vaccinated it. Vaccinated boomers. Oh. Why? Vaccinated. Oh, tell me why. Oh, my God. I love oh, a vaccinated They think they're invincible. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Let's put aside the fact that they're not going to die. Okay, we're going we're gonna to just leave that out. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. <sighs> okay. I, we have watched boomers decide that the pandemic doesn't affect them, that they are just too fucking entitled. Like, think back a year ago how boomers were acting. Yeah, they didn't how, care at all. They didn't give a flying shit. Nothing. My goddamn mother-in-law. Okay, let, let me just I, say, I think I might have said this on here before, but she did a road trip across the southern United States at the peak of the pandemic. <laughs> she is a Canadian, by the way. She was down there. Road trip to Arkansas, of all places. Also, why? Taking pitch off. She's like posting pictures in bars. Nobody's wearing goddamn masks. They flew back and forth to Mexico, like, I don't know, two or three times. She got COVID in Cancun. <laughs> her partner abandoned her, who was also positive, but his test was negative, but he got on a plane anyways. They have gone through this pandemic like nothing has affected them. And now I'm watching these fucking boomers line up for their vaccinations before everybody, before everybody else getting vaccinated and carrying on like nothing happened. Like nothing fucking happened. But and like they're just back out there partying their asses off. I fucking yeah. hate it. Yeah. They should have been last in line just because of their <laughs> shitty behavior. They should have they should have should have they should have died in the in the blaze, <laughs> to be honest. I Listen. feel I feel like most of the boomers I know were pretty well behaved. The ones that I knew were not. Yeah, our parents our, our parents were very well behaved. Our parents are still pretty right. well behaved. Like they're our parents are good. What are your parents like, Dylan? Have they, what are your parents been like? My, my mom's a nurse, like doing the immunizing, so she's pretty. Oh. She's, she's a pretty, fucking saint. That's what she is. Yeah, she came out of yeah. retirement to do it. Actually. Oh my god. god yeah, no, isn't it? Isn't it sweet? Yeah, no. She. I think they both. They both been pretty good. Like they're definitely boomers, and you know, I'm working. Am I just that, mad at my parents? But. I think you might just be mad at your parents. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if you're listening to this, get at us and tell us how your parents have been doing on. Uh, through the pandemic if you're listening Listen, to this. Listen, it's just been tough. Like, I've just watched I, like, boomers be I'm like all down, over the fucking map. I'm just down to shit on boomers. Like, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah, them. Yeah. Like, there's this new thing they're doing on Facebook that is happening that is like, uh, it keeps coming up in my feed and then I look to see who it is that's commenting on it that's making it come up in my feed and it's always a boomer and it's like, things like, uh, what concert were you 
blacked out at or like oh uh, what yeah, I didn't uh, like like tag a friend tag, your third at has to go drink margaritas with you on the beach like it's like this and it's like <laughs> oh yeah this is Dude. this is it's this might be the nail in the coffin i i heart i don't really look at facebook as much anymore because it's suddenly all that and it's like very boomer driven it's well, boomer I, it's, and we're very it's very like it's just the algorithm keeps getting more and more advanced and it just keeps like putting it more and more in our faces. Like the fact that they have taken it, they've taken the face. The boomers have taken Facebook. Yeah. It, we've, <laughs> we've been overrun. It's like, Helm, it's like Helm's deep, like before Gandalf, <laughs> before Gandalf comes down on the white horse and you think all is Did lost. you just watch Lord of the Rings or something? No, I didn't. I know. I, that's like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's like the oh, third. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause when we first came on here, I called Jill Bill, uh, Jilbo Baggins and then I made a <laughs> Hobbit reference and I was going to make a joke about their, asking if there was a bunch of gold on the stairs on the way down into the dragon's oh. gym, but I didn't say it. And now I'm saying this thing that I'm saying about Helm's Deep. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings in years. And you know what? Like the like the this like the worst part about this, like you know, for me listening to these token references, these butchered token references. Why are they um, butchered? Is that, is that is that if I were to have said any of those three, yeah. Dan would have lambasted me. Absolutely. That's my job now, as your as your yeah. friend, your friend and confidant and mentor. That's my job. <laughs> It's my job to destroy you. That's what I was putting for. I, I, I'm yeah. supposed to destroy you like the one ring. <laughs> and this podcast is Mount Doom. Can we talk for a second about how dumb it is, like, that the Eagles flew them out of there at the end of the movie? Like, why, didn't why they just couldn't fucking, they just take the rings just right get, in? Why couldn't they just do use the Eagles the whole time? Why, did, why was it that the Eagles were the most powerful thing? Once again, Eagles being overrated as shit. Uh, well, they're fucking eagles. <laughs> I wish that the listeners could have seen the look on Sarah's face of sincerity when she was like, uh, they're eagles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boomers are ruining Facebook, and I think that they are. Uh, yeah, Listen, I, I'm just mad, and I'm going to, like, I'm just boomers. pissed because, like, all I saw during the pandemic was people were like, you know what? It's fine. Like you're overreacting. Like, don't worry about it. Like you're not going to get it. It's a mild cold. Like all the media is lying to you, like all this bullshit. And then I watched like, like I love my mother-in-law. I do, but like watching her get COVID and watching it, literally be like a mild cold cold for her i was like this is not helping oh, our situation. like you wanted it to almost kill her like you wanted it to like fuck her um i'm not saying that let's just strike that from the record you want no 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 you didn't say it but i i said it you wanted her to get you wanted her to at least like have a tough day right yeah but she was in mexico when it was happening and there was like an oxygen shortage so we were like but we were just like, fuck, like, how does she like go down? She's like, she's like sipping Mai Tais and having COVID on like a beach in Cancun. And we're just like, Jesus fucking yeah, Christ. And then like, they she, all are the first ones in line to get vaccinated. She doesn't and give a she, shit. Everybody just goes off. They're just traveling again. And you're just like, she's just, and here I am. I'm like losing my mind. Like super anxious like sarah couldn't get a vaccination i had some other circumstances where i was like i really need to get vaccinated and like i'm just watching these boomers like oh it's my turn you're just like getting poked like, <laughs> she doesn't give uh, a shit the vaccination just... process was very frustrating jill in fact tried to give me her vaccination which Why? was very kind what? of her what are you talking about you guys talk like she when i'm not around than i am yeah yeah you're not frontline at all more than i did 
You mean more she than she is. She works not. with the public. No, I'm saying you aren't. You're not at all. That's what I'm saying. You said she's more frontline than me. I'm like, you're, hold on. Let's not. There's no more situation. You're just not. Yes, frontline. there is. I don't work directly with the public. That's what Sarah I'm saying. Does. That's what I'm saying. Yes. There is, so you're yeah. not frontline at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah, like, she's just, more frontline than me. I'm oh, like, you're, that I'm implies sorry. that you are frontline. You were frontline. just trying to take me down another peg. I got yes, it. Yes, okay. that's correct. Yes, thank you. Holy shit. Holy shit. Jesus Christ! I uh, I got. I'm my the businesswoman of the year, Dan. <laughs> yeah, excuse <laughs> us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse us. Do you know? Uh, yeah. Do you know who you're talking to right now? I'm the businesswoman of not the month, the year <laughs> of the year in DC only. Oh, oh, oh! We need to talk about one more thing, really quickly here. Okay. Last time we were, we had you guys on this podcast, Dylan told a story on this podcast. <laughs> a great story. Uh, no, this uh, is an amazing story about <laughs> doing magic mushrooms and so all hell breaking loose. Dylan, why don't you tell uh, the listeners what happened after you finished the podcast and it came out? Okay, yeah, so I'm trying to think how, how to approach this. My, my, as I mentioned, my mom's a nurse, like sweetest lady, like just salt of the earth. And my dad's what is your dad doing? Your dad's a reverend. reverend. Yeah, he's a reverend. reverend. So, so we're setting the stage for like, you know, I lied a lot growing up. Let's just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, growing up and also not in adulthood, but go on. Yeah, Yeah, no, never. Cut off right at 18. No, I, I, uh, anyway, so, you know, they're not privy to a host of of, uh, stories that have happened in my life. And I think that's, you know, common with a lot of people. But this one, as we can all probably agree, was potent a potent story like extremely yeah yeah it was crazy you guys were fighting so you guys were like fighting ambulance drivers and like, and like calling, <laughs> yeah, calling, calling, call, calling an ambulance because you thought you were going to die because you were so high on drugs anyway go on yeah pretty pretty i mean it, yeah it's textbook textbook stuff you don't want your parents knowing right so yeah, absolutely. um we recorded that episode um i felt really really good about the episode and sometimes when i do i'll afford it to family and friends um and i just sort of out of reflex a few days later um i sent it to like a group message with just my mom and my dad and then a couple days later my mom said she was listening to the podcast and i was like oh sick like let me know what you think of it and then a few minutes later she was just like dylan is that mushroom story true (laughs) and i was like all the screenshots Oh no! And I, and I immediately I was alone in my house, and but I still like I went beet red as though I'd been oh. like you know caught smoking weed in the backyard when I was like thirteen. <laughs> like I, it was like this. It was the most horrifying moment because that was like the like pulling back of the curtain, like you know what I mean. Like, and I just wasn't ready <laughs> for that kind of disclosure. And actually, in fact, I had performed that, you know, in a set. And my parents really wanted to see uh, that set a few months back. And I had like, you know, just kept saying I was having tech issues. I couldn't send it to them. <laughs> and then I You're unknowingly such a liar. <laughs> or, un- or un- unwittingly sent them this tape. And my mom, she's just going back and forth with me, just being like, I can't believe this happened. She was, and she was just like, why would you send that to me? And I was like, I forgot. And she was like, because you took too many magic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> she's like, I forgot that was in there. And she was like, 
probably because you took too many mush- magic mushrooms. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So good. So I I, my this... dad just never. My dad just never said a thing. We still haven't <laughs> talked about. It. Oh my god! That's it. That's so sweet. Oh, it's way waiting, worse. The yeah, it's, it's way, you're not in the will anymore, dude. Like you're out. <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> yeah, it's all good. They're gonna leave think, you like. Yeah, it, it was a uh, to Tijuana to be with your people. The screen, the screenshots are pretty, are pretty good. Yeah, they are. Good. Oh, I don't have them anymore. So you got to resend them to me. Anyway, um, Sarah, what do you oh, think? Um, I have a sad story about my life. Oh, right. Let's sure hear a sad me. story on the comedy podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll lead to comedy. So. I've been feeling quite unwell for a number of months. Well, yeah, this is crazy. Not... What? I'm, so, I'm just, I know what's coming and I'm really excited. Go on. Okay. So I've been feeling quite unwell for a number of months and, um, you know, going to the doctor is a bit of a pain in the ass during COVID. So I just decided to do my own elimination diet. Makes sense, right? When you're not feeling well. Buckle up. So it turns out from my, uh, <sighs> fuck, I can't, I can't eat gluten. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because a gluten is the only food I like, and b I have been making fun of my friends who don't eat gluten for many, many years. Oh, Sarah. and now I'm fucking one of them. I think I don't. I think I hope it. I hope it with my whole heart. Oh, I hate. I'm. Oh, it's been ten days, and I this fucking is, never want to see another rice cake as long as I live. This is like taking. But do you feel like, better? Oh, I feel like a thousand times better. Oh fuck! Yeah, you're screwed. This is like this is like, like taking yeah. Wayne Gretzky's hockey stick away. <laughs> right? It's like this. So at work today, they're talking about they're like, oh, brown rice. I'm like, fucking gross. I'm like brown rice is gross. I'm like, oh, all rice is gross. I'm like I don't really like potatoes. They're like, what do you like? I'm like gluten. It's the fucking only thing I like is gluten. My life is over. It's over, dude. Not to mention. How many people I've called a glutard in the past? Oh Ooh. my god, are you saying glutard? You can't say yeah. glutard. <laughs> I, just I have a celiac friend. We shouldn't be using that anyways, but <laughs> I am so sorry for your loss. Oh, it's I, so awesome. I love it. Like I, I want to die. I love this. But this I, is the yeah, funniest so, shit ever. But I'm not like I haven't fully wrapped my head around it. For instance, I just ate pizza for dinner. So, so you tomorrow can't... I might die. So you can't crush beers? <laughs> yeah, can What's you, that? She doesn't really drink beer anyway, though. Oh, I don't know. I sometimes drink beer. Can I not drink beer anymore? anymore? No, well, you cannot. Some people, I it depends on, it depends, because some people can drink beer but can't eat bread, but then I think it's something to do with the bread in Canada, because then they go to places like Europe and can just, like, eat bread and drink yeah, beer. Yeah, listen, the same person told us that, and I hear that's bullshit, so I don't know about that. So I need to move to Europe. We both know who told us that. <laughs> I know, um, I know yeah. several people since who told then, us. I've noticed, like, since I've been watching, I've noticed a lot of dumb things are gluten-free. For instance, I didn't know this, but I was in the shower and I was looking at my shampoo or my conditioner bottle. It says gluten-free on it. I'll put what it in the, the air fryer. Fuck? Put it in the air fryer. With <laughs> <laughs> this conditioner, do you eat? Who is eating their conditioner? Why is this a thing? Why do we need to know? <laughs> what if it gets in your celiac? What if it gets in your mouth or something? I don't know. No, I think it irritates your skin. This must be a, Sarah, this is a great audio. Sarah, yeah. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, drink beer anymore either because I took too many magic mushrooms. <laughs> and so I drink these kombuchas now and, le- and these carbonated kombuchas. And let me tell you, 
it's not the fucking same. So you're, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not the same at all. You're going to hate it. I, but, yeah, I, I snort flour. It's not the same. <laughs> carbonated vanilla cola, uh, vodka right now, but it's pretty fucking good. It sounds gross. I, sometimes I just lick, my, sometimes I just lick and smell my keys just for old time. <laughs> this is really funny. I mean, like you're like, 80% bread. So like, this is pretty funny. <laughs> like, this is like, I, like I really enjoy it. How mad is your husband? Is your husband, is Zach mad at you about no, it? No, is he no, kind of mad? I'm not a vegetarian. I'm no. not allergic to meat. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's fucked up. He doesn't really care. He's being quite supportive. Yeah, this is actually. tough. This is a tough break for you. That this is, is tough. Like, this, is like somebody, really tough. this is like if somebody told me I could only like have alcohol. <laughs> 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 Basically, yeah. it's it's a similar problem. So, yeah, this is great. I'm pretty devastated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so wait, is your hate that your body hates gluten? I think so, and the fact okay. that I was kind of a cunt to my friends who also couldn't eat it, <laughs> and now I feel like that's maybe why I can't eat it. It's probably going to be the best thing that ever happened. A bit of karma. Why is it going to be the best thing that ever happened to me? Because it makes my life more difficult for meal planning for my family. Is that what's going to be the greatest thing about it? (laughs) 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 Because I'm that person that goes to a restaurant and they're like, what are your gluten-free options? I hate myself already. And it's been a week. This is awesome. You deserve this. This is great. Right? I'm a terrible mm -hmm. person. And this is what happened because of it. Yeah. And then our mom is like, oh, I could have told you that years ago. When you were a baby, if I put whole wheat in anything, you would get hives. I'm like, well, that would have been helpful to know, like, 40 <laughs> But she won't tell you that because it might upset you. So if it upsets you, she's not going to tell you. That's how that listening, goes. Listening to you guys sort of, sort of, you know, banter and bicker a little bit is, is <laughs> ba- I, it made me think, did, did you ever, like, did you ever womp on Dan growing up? What does womp oh, yeah. mean? What does that mean? Like, just... Just punch, fucking poppy like, one. Yeah, like, did you, like, did you, like, because, like, my sister's, like, like, I was, like, four foot 11 until I was like 18. And so like, really, and so you're, yeah, what, person, you're right? tall now though. I know. Cause I just wished really hard. And the thing, <laughs> but, but my, <laughs> no, no one else in my family. No, no one else in my family is tall. Like seriously, no one. And my mom always used to tell me growing up, she'd just be like, like, it's not like they were like, like horrible to me or whatever, but like they, Mine. you know, like they were just bigger than me. Right. And so like, they would, you know, they would like definitely like push me around. And my mom would always, you know, I'd be like crying and upset my mom would just be like you know one day you're gonna be way bigger than them way that's what they said to me too and you're and you're and you're gonna be able to do that to them but by the time that happened it would have been inappropriate and so i mean i'm like 18 like a grown-ass man just beating the shit out of my sister yeah mom said i could when i got older you're like 25 beating the shit out of your sister in the bar the prophecy will be completed yeah oh, fuck. this is unbelievable no. this happened that did happen when we were kids my i i i'm sure i've told the story on the podcast my dad uh my sisters were so mean to me they were mean as shit they're mean all the time and they were a big wimp you were always fucking crying <laughs> see they're mean now they're still <laughs> doing mean. it still doing it it's still happening you still were mean. so easy to set you know off much, you do you know how much therapy i'm in <laughs> your own how many therapists do you have dan no. Uh, Yo, well, I've got I've got three I've got three here right now sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys! Oh my God! Hey, this is this is the level. Like it was mostly psychological. This is the level. Yeah. Of, 
what my sister, this is how they would <laughs> treat me when I was really young. They, okay, they got this dollhouse for Christmas, right? And it, and they had like Playmobiles, like these little like I don't know if, if anyone doesn't know what Playmobiles oh, yeah. are. They're these sort of European little little toys that you. Yeah, it's Lego for it's Lego for poor people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lego I for poor people. Um, no, it uh, so they would play with these Playmobil toys in the dollhouse, and I got a Playmobil ambulance for Christmas one year, and I think it was my parents' attempt at getting us to sort of play together. And so they'd be playing in their room and I'd like always try and insert myself into Aww. the action. So I'd come in with the ambulance, but wheel, wheel, wheel. Like, 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 oh, it looks like somebody's hurt. And they'd be like, nobody's hurt here. Nobody's hurt here. So I would keep trying to do that. Eventually I wore them down and they were like, okay, you can be the cat. And so I was <laughs> the cat right so i had this little playmobile cat that i would move around to different parts of the house trying to get their attention in various ways and then eventually i put the cat i put the cat one day this was my downfall i flew too close to the sun i put the cat on top of the house and i was like guys you got to figure the, the cat's on the roof like it's an emergency and they were like all right uh you know this just really isn't working out and so and so i shit you not they downgraded me to the painted on bird on the side <laughs> of the of the dollhouse and i would just sit there just going like cheap cheap like <laughs> just hoping just hoping oh, oh my god. heart oh you Stop loser it. you're such a loser <laughs> so cute that's adorable. My sister came. My sister. Uh, I came home from kindergarten, and our other sister told me that our parents were dead. They were in a car accident, <laughs> and then they weren't coming home. And then she never said she was kidding. Uh, not holy. No, my other sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, that happened. Anyway, I'm an alcoholic now. Um, so <laughs> when you were born, the umbilical cord was around your neck and deprived you of oxygen, and that's yep. why you were so stupid. They told me all sorts <gasps> of mean shit. They, yeah, they did all kinds of mean things. They did. Uh, yeah, and then and then we were just we were just on uh, the Stockholm Viral Festival, and I told the story about how um, they recorded me they told me they recorded me they got me to swear and then they said we recorded you and they were like now we're gonna blackmail you and then i was like no <laughs> and then my and then i'm telling the story and sarah's like he's an idiot it was the 80s the tape recorder would have been huge you would have been able to see it from space he's dumb and i'm like i'm not dumb i was seven <laughs> years old i just believed things when my older sisters told me and one time sarah got me to smoke when i was like nine years old <laughs> oh, yeah. you That's are amazing. such a liar that happened liar that happened that absolutely happened that happened amazing that happened just like i didn't wasn't watching porn that time when i handed you my phone yeah, anyway, I so, did. anyway so anyway 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 so it was easter time and we were always in Kamloops for easter and i had two older sisters and i had two cousins who were the same age and they were all mean to me all four of them would gay dylan imagine you had double because because i had two older sisters and two older cousins they would all be mean to me and i went upstairs to tell on my sister for being mean to me and my dad was like drunk as shit because it was easter and he was like, you should just punch her in the face, teach her a lesson. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. And I went back downstairs and she kept being mean to me. And I fucking, I punched her in the face. 
Uh, I, think I, was, I was a little boy, and uh, she got in trouble for being mean to me. That's all that happened. Nice. That's, <laughs> did I tell Did I tell you the story about getting my, like when I came home with my new karate belt? That I told this on this podcast. Oh boy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, you, I think you told it on on stop going viral. I think you told it. I don't. I don't know this story. It's well, really. Yeah. It's really really good. I, you should tell. I was. Uh, I was. I think I was eight, and I got my first. Um, like you start with a white belt, you just get given that. It's a baseline. But I got my first like yellow stripe on the way to my yellow belt. And I was so excited. And I brought it home. And we were like latchkey kids. My parents would like work like way late. So like there was this twilight hour between when school would end and when they would get home. And it was just like Thunderdome, right? And <laughs> and I came home with my belt and I showed my sisters and they were like, wow, that's so cool. Can we see that? And they, they took it and they tied me up and threw me in the bathtub oh, and no! turned the fucking water on. <laughs> my parents came <laughs> home and I was tied Amazing. up in the bathtub. Yeah. I, 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 I know Dylan's sisters and I love them. I love them very much. Uh, I, hope, I, I, think I feel like you would be very good friends. Oh yeah. They're great. Yeah. No, they're 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 wonderful, but yeah, I I think tied him up with his own one day belt. wonderful. You said one day soon. One day soon, I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna be like, hey, I'm way bigger now. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You thought you must have thought I forgot. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Uh, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta get out of here. What's uh, your hate, Dan? Oh, I don't care. I I was just gonna hate when people have too much food in their fridge. I think it's annoying. Uh, so much food in my fridge. I hate it. I don't like it. It's cramp. It's like it's. it's Can I do a bonus hate? It's intense. I'm like, and it's. I, I don't know. I, I, my fridge has like hardly anything in it. I go out and, sh- and buy the food that I'm going to eat that day, and that's it. And I don't have extra food. But I well, also that's eat. dumb. That's expensive. And Why is it expensive? It's not expensive at all. It's not. Expensive. It is way more expensive to go to the store every day. It's a proven fact. Well, it's a fact. It's a fact. Is it fact? Why is it yeah. more expensive? I eat the same thing every day, though. Like, I go out and I buy, like, a huge pile of vegetables, and I make it into a massive salad and a huge bowl, and then I eat the salad for, like, three days. That's what I eat. Because you don't have anybody else living with you. Can you imagine if I only had salad in the fridge for my 12-year-old? <laughs> no. You got to have all sorts of shit. Sarah's like, it's coming They alone. like it, and the next day they eat it. Yeah, okay. You well, we have, a different, we have different lives. But, I mean, I've been, like, I don't know. People have so much food in the fridge, I just don't understand, like, how do you keep getting more food when you already have tons of food in your fridge? Like the girl that I'm dating has uh, a very full fridge. She's going to hear this and now we're going to have our first fight. We've only been dating for like not very long. And so she, but she has tons, like so much food in her fridge. I'm like, don't want you, but you already had food and then you went and got more food, but you have the food already in your fridge. I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. You lost me. I told you this fucking, this is a bad hate. I told you I have a bad hate. It I've matter. got a good food-related bonus hate. Yeah, okay, please. Any, anything, to, anything to pull me out of this fucking, this, uh, this den. <laughs> I was trying to think of a hole from Lord of the Rings, but I, I didn't have it. <laughs> I didn't Okay, so you know, like, okay, for example, like if somebody's eating a very large bowl of salad, and like, there's like, a piece of lettuce that's just a bit too long and it like hangs off and like they can't quite get it into their mouth and they're just like licking and like trying to get it in and trying to shove it in and they look like a fucking asshole <laughs> no what are you talking about <laughs> like you know like you know <laughs> oh my god i'm like this I'm is sure a spe- everybody's this gonna is be a, like yeah i hate that too this is a specific thing that you saw one time 
No, actually, you know what it's coming from? It's because what I feel like an asshole when it happens to me. Like, if you're trying to eat pasta and it's, like, hanging off the fork and you can't quite get it and you've, like, tried to get it in your mouth, like, okay. 40 times okay. and you look like a total slob. Okay, when I'm eating, when I'm eating, I understand. That's it? I understand. I get it. When I'm eating pho. I get it. Uh, when I'm eating pho. By the way, I know You that guys have lost the passion for the hate, I feel like. Okay. I, I feel like you guys need to go just- and dig deep here i agree i am I'm, I'm like things are really good for me like i'm not really very upset about <laughs> anything like i'm like feeling pretty good ah it's not so bad uh, <laughs> so, i when i'm eating pho i i like to uh like get the noodles okay first i get a piece of, of meat and then i get a piece of like some sort of vegetable and i put it on the spoon and then i wrap up the noodles and i put the noodles on top of that or maybe it's the other way around i can't remember and then I put the sauce on top of that and then I eat it like a bite and I don't like to put the sauce right into the broth. You can hate that. That's probably terrible. Um, but know, yeah, I hated having to hear how you eat pho. But what I'm saying <laughs> is if that pho became unraveled somehow and then you were just sitting there and you're like slurping it up and you're like trying to act like it's normal, but like you can't quite get it into your mouth right. and like I'm having to sit across from you and watch that, I hate that. Oh, I fucking that doesn't hate happen that. To me. You look like an asshole. When it happens to me, I too feel like an asshole. That was my bonus hate. Well, my whole thing is I, it's more It's more like I hate it when it falls off the spoon. Like when I'm making the whole thing and then it just falls. And I'm like, cool, I look like a fucking douchey no, loser. Trying that's to like, not it. That's I know it's not, not it. it. I'm trying, listen, man, you had a bad hate and I'm trying to relate to you. And now you're fucking like not even. You're <laughs> not not even like, except his olive bread. Yeah, first of all, first of all, you come out here with a bad hate and then you blame us for your hate not like, being, being specific. Listen, and like, and you're like, I you lost the passion for the hate. Yeah. Yes, I, I hate your hate. I'm passionate about how garbage your hate is. How about that? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to film myself. Not being able to get food into my mouth properly, like and a I'm dog, like Sarah's, you. like Sarah's dog when you try to toss it food, and it just like moves its face slowly towards the food, and then it hits it in the face and falls on the ground yeah, every sure. time, every single time. Yeah, I'd every like time. to see a video of it. I would love to see that. Hey, what? Well, just to wrap this up, just to wrap this up, do you call it uh, like? Because I know it's pronounced pho, but I can't call it pho because it sounds douchey if I say it correctly. Yeah, do you have to say it pho? What? So I'm like, you should be talking about pho and playing fucking spike ball. Dan, those Dan, things don't go together please. at all. But yeah, but they're both super douchey. Okay. Okay, so this is, I'm actually like having, okay, you can confirm this with Sophie, my upstairs neighbor, you know, from comedy. I, I there, a singularity event is happening that is so unlikely right now. My hate today that I chose not to do was exactly what you fucking just said. I ran it yeah! past Sophie minutes, minutes before this because my whole thing is just what you said. Do I alienate the majority of people that don't know it's pronounced yes. pho and sound yeah. like an asshole? Totally. Or, or do I say yes. it correctly because I know that's the correct way to say it? It's really, it's, it's every fun. time, every time. And, yeah. and, and then you also look at the restaurants like Phenomenal and Foever that play on the incorrect, incorrect pronunciation. Yes, you're right. And they're the proprietor. They're the yeah, proprietor. It's a whole issue. It's a whole issue. It's a whole issue. It's a whole issue. I can't, I can't believe this. I'm so happy that that happened. That's so bizarre. That's so specific that you, and I thought, is he going to bring up the pronunciation when you mentioned Fa? I did. Wild. I planned on it. I, okay. I, I, I just talked about this the other day. Do you, yeah, also, I, I, do you yeah. also have an amulet that is cut in half? <laughs> 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 
Do you have a, a tat, like a birthmark? Like a birthmark? My birthmark says Williams, and yours says Dylan. What? 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 Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, Dan. Do you have? Do you have a giant tweet tattoo on your chest? Yeah, Dylan has the word. Dylan, Dylan has the word tweet tattooed on look, his chest. Look, Joe. Why? Oh, what? Why? Uh, what is wrong with the two of you? We don't have time. We don't have time. I have. I. <laughs> but, but I will tell you next time why I have. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually have about. I hate that I left behind that I'm much more passionate about, and I'm. I'm regretting now that I brought up my so that's stupid more fucking content. More content food not going content. into people's mouths properly. But we'll do I don't it next know. Week. I just. We'll do it next week. Fine. I have a very good one. I have a very good one. Tell. Why don't you tell us what it is, and then we'll get everyone jacked up for next week. All right, you know what it is? What? It's fucking pedestrians and cars that are too fucking polite. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'll tell you why next week on... Tune in next week. Hate Locker Podcast. On the Hate Locker Podcast. Uh, oh my God, Dylan and Jill, thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been... Oh, it's good to see you guys. This has been an absolute riot. Oh, this is coming out... This is coming out at the same time as our episode with uh, Jonathan Simkin, the owner and co-owner of 604 Records and, and uh, country recording artist Dallas Smith. So your parody Ooh. will be a lot of fun. Uh, and former, former lead singer of the band Default, Dallas Smith. I got to apologize for uh, calling their band Theory of a Nickel Fault in the early 2000s <laughs> to his face, which was nice. Uh, that was good. Felt good. Felt really good. Um, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, no, I'll save that for next week too. I, got, I had to like do some stuff with Chad Kroger involved, and uh, it gets weird. And they hit the fans. They're fans who think it's still the early two thousands. Like are like oh yeah, rabid. they're it hardcore. Gets, it gets crazy. Anyway, we'll talk they're about it next week. Devotees. Do you guys have stuff you want to post? Congrats again, Jill, on being named Businesswoman of the Year. I think it's great. I think it should be Business Person of the Year personally, but I guess they just haven't really progressed. That well, the typeface yet, was in pink, so I think it had to be about women. Right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, I had a picture on. So. They did a gender reveal of the business person of the year, and it's a girl. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, congrats on that, Dylan and I. Um, couple things. Couple things. Uh, actually, to, to plug here, Dylan and I are going to be offering uh, comedy shows. A two-man comedy show called "We're Dying Inside." Uh, different oh, tiers awesome. of things that you can or you can we'll come to your backyard and do comedy for you or we'll do it on zoom if you'd prefer um, so keep your eyes peeled for that we're gonna be uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun and also we're gonna do this live hate locker zoom thing that's that we posted about on our social media we're gonna do it on June what did we say June 12th we changed uh, our minds a lot yeah, mid June yeah it'll be mid June mid June keep your eyes peeled for that what it's gonna be is that you pay uh, a fee to Eventbrite and then you're given a Zoom link and then we're all going to be in here together and you can put in the things that you hate right into the chat of the Zoom oh, and then we're going to pick at random um, we're going to pick we're going to pick your hates and then if we choose yours you become the guest um, yep. if you, if you want if you want you can chime in so you can actually finally be part of the Hate Locker podcast and chime in. We're going to do a live show, so that'll be really fun. And you'll be supporting us, so that'll be really helpful. And you can tell um, us what you really think of us in yes, person. Yes, sort of in person. Very. Anyway, cool. so so keep your eyes peeled for that. Do you guys have anything that you want to you want to? Uh, um, yeah, just real quick. Um, Tower Seven was a controlled demolition. Look it up, people. Look it up. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it that was though. It actually was. Anyway, uh, Jill, Jill, anything you got? Anything for us? Um, eat, eat fatso peanut butter. 
Yeah, go there, but also go to safersexwork.ca and make a donation. It appears uh, it's yeah. a resource society for uh, sex worker rights. So go do I, that. I agree Anything with else? you on that. Yeah. That's it. Cool. That's all I got. Nice okay, to see you. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming to Here Often Podcast Network. Uh, thank you to Marcel, our producer. Thank you to Grossbuster for our theme song. Get fucked, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Guys. Bye.